Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony with The Real Karate Podcast coming to you on Monday, April the 17th. And I'm just going to jump right in about what I'm going to be doing. For the next several podcasts, maybe 10 or so, I'm going to be discussing the things that are the the most controversial topics in karate. And I'm going to start out with the kata, the modifications and the interpretation of these katas. Now, as you know, my lineage comes from Kempo. And even though my family moved away from Ed Parker's um, system two generations ago, I still have to give credit to the fact that my father's instructor worked out with Ed Parker before things became very different. Okay, And the one thing that I've talked about before is the use of of kata. I'm a huge fan of kata. It has a lot of things to offer in terms of muscle memory, balance, strength, uh, flexibility, all of these things that it develops. Um, I've spoken before about how the Okinawan kata were a lot more useful and a lot more practical. And people are going to get their draws all in a bunch. I don't care. Okinawan kata were two-person drills before they became part of a kata. So they were considered to be skills that you knew, but a way to practice them, these two-person drills, and to keep those skills sharp, was to put them in the kata. And I see that a lot of people say stuff like, you don't fight with kata. No, you don't. But fighting skills can and have been and will continue to be enhanced by the practice of kata. For example, everybody knows how to step in an inward block, okay? No big deal. But in Kempo Karate short form two, you step in and and you do a shuto, a knife hand to the neck. Now, that's not probably going to serve you as well when someone's winging punches at you in the middle of a fight. But remember, self-defense situations and fights are not the same thing. Self-defense is your response to a criminal assault. So if somebody comes in and tries to push you, By muscle memory alone, you may inward block and chop that person right in the neck. End of confrontation, right? So when you look at your kata, ask yourself which of these movements are practical for self-defense right now and which one can and will be with just a bit of tweaking. The problem with kata in a lot of systems is that They are based on the incomplete version of karate that Funakoshi brought from Okinawa. He only taught half of the karate system. So when you see a lot of these movements from the Okinawan karate systems, the kata there, you don't realize that a lot of what you are seeing are foot sweeps, throws, joint locks, lateral drops, um, pins, and submissions even, because they weren't taught those kata as a larger portion of just two-person drills that they practice in class. And when these techniques got to Japan, when these kata got to Japan, a lot of the original meaning was lost, leaving some of us to realize that we have research to do amongst ourselves. Me personally, um, I'm not a huge fan of Kempo's katas. Some of them are pretty good. But I think that most of them are extremely impractical. And for the sake of aesthetic beauty, they've been stripped of their practical value. 
because for all the people that talked about how Ed Parker was a street fighter and all this kind of stuff, I know people that trained with him and they weren't exactly impressed with the skills. I'm not saying he didn't have any, but as you know, I think he was a marketer and a theologian more than he was an actual hard practitioner of the art. That's my thoughts. I've gone into that before in other places. So with kata, ask yourself, can you use these techniques in the kata as they exist? And if the answer is no, ask yourself what you have to do in order to make them useful, practical, and applicable to self-defense situations. I think you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your students, and you owe it to anyone around you that you show this kata to. You owe it to them. You need to be able to show them that you're not just out there doing some glorified dancing or shadow boxing out there. I personally believe that a kata or the katas as a collective are like a library for your system's techniques, whatever system that is. So for the historical value, yes, I think kata are very important. But if your kata are not being performed in such a way as to improve your ability to defend yourself, you either need to learn new kata or create some of your own. That's it. Check me out at thomasmarshallarts.com. I'm on everywhere that you hang out, probably in 2023. TikTok, Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I might be forgetting something. LinkedIn, whatever. Check me out there. Please comment. I'll comment as quickly as I can. I like to do that within 48 hours whenever possible. But the most important thing by far, please be kind to yourselves and each other. It's a crazy world out there. Be safe, folks.